From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about why it's important for husbands to treat their wife as their lover and not their mother. It's going to be a big show today, guys. And as we open the show, I want you to think about this quote. Uh, it's quote, an anonymous quote I found that said, Treat her like you are still trying to win her and you will never lose her. And I think that really sums up the heart of what this show is going to be about today, that, that when men continuously to uh, continuously act as if and invest in trying to win their wives in all of that newness and all of that excitement and anticipation that can come in so many different ways, no matter whether you've been married two years or 22 years. Right. Those actions look different, but the investment of time and energy is the same. And that's what we're going to be digging into in today's show. But this week's show, just like each and every week, we start with a hug. And for those of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, and we know we've had quite a few new listeners over the last uh, couple of weeks. Welcome. I was just going to say, we want to welcome you. We're so glad that you know you either did a search on iTunes or somebody told you, you know what, you need to listen to the show. But we start every show with a hug. And the hug is your opportunity to hear from somebody else in the one family who's had their mm-hmm. marriage transformed. And this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriage's free report, Four Simple Strategies to Rebuild Trust. And you can get yours today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash simple. Because the truth is that trust can seem like such a tough mountain to climb when you're in the process of rebuilding. It can feel like you just don't know what to do first, who to talk to or where to turn. We take the guesswork out of all of this with four simple strategies to rebuild trust. Don't stay in that place of feeling overwhelmed. Don't get paralyzed and do nothing. Get this report and get started on rebuilding the trust in your marriage. It's time to take action. So pick up your free report at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash simple. And this hug came in. It was an email that we received just a couple of days ago from a brand new listener. And she said, today was the first day I listened to your podcast. We have a blended family with four amazing children, all six months apart from ages eight eight to age 11, so within a three-year span. Both my husband and I had previous marriages that ended in divorce. We were both devastated. Mm. When he and I met, our children were still in diapers, and we made the commitment to blend our family together and try to show our children what a healthy marriage looked like. Mm -hmm. What we could not anticipate was the very difficult journey that was ahead of us. Marriage in itself is hard work, but when you blend children, there's a different animal that comes out. Right. We've been married for seven years now and we have wonderful children, but I have noticed that we have parented out of guilt for many years, which did not allow us to put our marriage first because we felt guilty that our children were products of divorce. After listening to a few episodes today, I was thankful to hear you also refer to blended families. We love our blended families. It doesn't matter how you got married. What matters is that you are married and you're working on your marriage. Yep. Um, I was thankful to hear you refer to blended families and you reminded me that our children need a strong marriage to feel secure. I also got the feeling today in listening that it is okay to put your marriage first. It does not mean that you love your children any less. If anything, and guys, I want you to listen to this. When we tell you to put your marriage first, I want you to listen to what this gal picked up on in, in just the first day of listening to the show. She said, 
It doesn't mean that you love your children any less. If anything, it means that you love them more. I'm looking forward to continuing to listen to you and can't wait to see the change in both our marriage and our children's lives. Yep. Thank you. Yep. We, we, you know, I, I don't think we need to apologize for having great marriages anymore. I, I'm reading this and I'm thinking, you know what? She's right. You know, we don't need to apologize to anybody to say, hey, we're going to put our marriage first. Mm-hmm. In, in putting my marriage first, you know what it also means? It means that my kids are going to be loved on. They are. It's not like I'm going to relegate them to the to the back of the line to never have anything. You know, it, it, they're, they're still a part of that. Mm-hmm. And yet, we can have great marriages. Right. Let's have those great marriages. I, I love it. I love it. Let's do it. We don't Let's- have, yeah, again, we don't have to... We don't have to apologize for having great marriages. Just go out there. Go do it. Just go do it. Just go do it. And so last week, for those of you that picked up last week's podcast on the emasculated man, that was the whole theme of last week's show, right? Mm -hmm. You know, what's going on with men in marriage? And, and, you know, we talked about the way that women can and have made their husbands feel less through their actions and their words. Right. Right. How are we emasculating our men? And, and we gave you specific actions to take stock of whether or not this was happening in your marriage and what to do next. If in those conversations you've discovered, you know what? This has been woven into the fabric of our marriage. Right. Right. So we couldn't do that show without having the companion show for women. Because the, the flip message that we get from a lot of men who, who don't feel valued in their marriage is that there are a lot of you women out there who don't feel valued in your marriage. Women who feel like they are more a mother to their husband than his lover or his partner. Right. And I just want to share with you, we have a teenage son. Mm -hmm. So I'm very in touch with what it feels like to be the mother of a young man. Right. It comes out in, I pick up after him because we've had this short circuit in his brain where like, things getting to the garbage can has just like, he's forgotten what a garbage can's purpose is where I have to remind him multiple times to, to do a task where I have to withhold privileges from him until he completes a task or does something that I ask him to do where, you know, this is the dynamic of mothering a teenage son. And I will tell you, it's not the dynamic that I want to have with Tony. There was a time. Oh, we've been there. There was a time. There was. And, and every once in a while, it's really funny because every once in a while, Tony will be talking to the kids and, and he'll mean to say Elisa, but he's like, well, you know, mom, like my mom, instead of saying my wife. And the kids are like, ah, oh, that's gross. You know, because they're thinking about their grandmother and not that she's gross, but just the dynamic of, you know, he would refer to me as my mom instead of my wife. And, and yet when you think about it, how many of you are living that life? Where you've been, because of the life decisions that you've made, guys, you're treating your wife as if she's your mom, Uh right? Where she's, you know, somebody to pick up after you, where, you know, you're not dating her anymore, right? Because why should you, right? It's not that important. Like, you know, I love you. Uh Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she needs to hear it. Maybe she needs to see it. Where, you know, the affection that you give her is the affection that you give your mom. You know, it's kind of this like, like, let me give you the hug, the mom hug, not the I love you hug and I can't wait to see you hug and it's been a long day and I'm just going to plant a big kiss on you, right? Where it's, you know, she has to ask you five, six, ten times to do something because 
you know, what's a priority to her is not a priority to you. And so you ignore her or you just don't think it's important and you'd rather do your stuff, right? She falls into this place of, of thinking, he's just taking me for granted. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I have heard so many wives share that sentiment with me on a coaching call. So many wives who don't feel like they did back when you guys were dating, when you made her feel like a princess or like a queen where you would, you would treat her to, you know, a night out where you'd like, actually, I don't know, put clean clothes on. Right. I mean, there's a podcast. I don't even know how far back it is where Tony and I talked about clothes that we'd wear on dates. And when I look at how we dress now to go out on a date versus how we dressed then, you know, case in point, Tony calls me this weekend. He's out with a buddy and he sends me a text message. Hey, how would you like to meet up with this couple for dinner? And I had been kind of just, you know, running around and doing all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. So I run home. I've got like 15 minutes. I change into this cute little dress, freshen up my makeup, throw on some adorable shoes and I'm out the door and I walk in and they're all like, wow. She looked hot. Look at you. And I'm like, I, I'm, I, I know we're out with you guys, but I kind of consider this a date with my husband. So get dressed up. Mm-hmm. Right. But that there was a season when, and I share this on a podcast, like I said, like four years ago, where I wore a Dr. Seuss t-shirt out on a romantic date with my husband. And he was wearing, I don't know, like a clean pair of work jeans. Not really setting the stage for romance. It was kind of like, a mother-son date, right? That's not the design for your marriage. Yeah, presentation means a lot. You know, presentation does mean a lot. And well, hey, we're not saying you have to get all snazzy every single every single time. And yet, think about what you could do to honor your spouse, right? Uh, in a way that goes, look it, I'm going to treat her like she is the queen and whatever that is for you. Hey, I mean, that may be like some, some awesome jeans in your, in your best boots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's way different than wearing some cutoff jeans and some, you know. Or not even changing. Or, yeah. Or, or wearing some like grass cutter sneakers that, you know, you, that you had on that day because you're cutting the grass, you, you know? I mean, truly it, it's crazy to think about and it it might be a little nitpicky thing some of you are going geez tony i mean that's a little nitpicky and yet man it makes a difference it, it does it, it just it shows her that man i truly honor you and mm-hmm. love you in a in this way that i'm willing to you know hey freshen up look good your mother yeah, whatever you know hey you know it, it's cool you know i remember Growing up and, you know, coming in from cutting the lawn and, you know, hanging out with my mom in, in that regard, in that respect. Now, again, separation. Date night is different than you, hey, coming in, cutting the grass, mowing the lawn, and, and running over to Chick-fil-A or for us here in Southern California and, and close by, in and out Burger to go get something for lunch. But right. Completely different scenario there. But, you know, one of the things that Tony and I hear so often from all of you when you write in or when you call in is, you know what, we seem to have lost, you know, that old song, we lost that love and feeling, feeling. right? And and when we start to dig into it, when there's this dynamic in the marriage where men are treating their wives more like their mother, I I will tell you, think about that for just a second. 
Where is the romance in that for either one of you? If she's having to clean up after you, pick up after you, ask you three or four, 10 times to do something, you know, if she feels like she's not being taken or not being valued, that she's being taken for granted, where's the desire to go get naked and jump into bed with you? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I'm telling you when we were in that season, our sex life was in the toilet. Why? Cause if he doesn't value me, why on earth am I going to want to go have sex with him? It, it, at that season in our marriage, it was very much out of obligation that I would have sex with Tony. It was a have to, not a want to. It was, okay, apparently, you know, he's grabbing me all over. Apparently, it's been too many days since he's had sex. Let's just do this and get it over with. Mm-hmm. Can you oh, hear yeah. the overwhelming, wow, I'm so excited I get to make love to my husband? I hope not because it wasn't there. Yeah, we, I remember those. Right? When, it, it was like the the gasp at the end of the day. It's like, okay. Just, just do it. Get, get it done. And oh my gosh, you know, you're just going, uh, okay. You know, and it wasn't, it was, yeah, it was okay. We would have sex. It was, it was fun in that moment. And yet there was no real, that deep connection that Elise and I have now mm-hmm. when we make love. Absolutely. And it's one of those things where, you know, guys, when you want her, to treat you like, you know, you're her man, right? You want that. You want her to look at you like, wow, that's my guy. Some of that is directly related to your own behavior, right? How you treat her is what you're getting back. If you take her for granted, guess what? She's going to just kind of put up walls. Mm-hmm. She's going to check out. She's going to be like, I don't feel like a woman. Right. Right? Because... I, I will tell you, I mean, my son knows that I'm a woman. This is not a shock to him, right? But he doesn't, he doesn't treat me as he would treat, you know, future girlfriends. I know that. I mean, he hangs on me. He's obnoxious sometimes, thinks nothing of like just burping or doing whatever in front of his mom. Totally okay. We have a very casual, relaxed relationship. We don't need to get the emails on that behavior in our household, right? But the fact of the matter is, is that I want to be treated by the men in my life specifically the man in my life, I want to be treated with love and respect. I want, you know, Tony has explained this. We were actually on an interview um, earlier today and somebody was asking about our intro, right? And that whole idea that Tony says, my beautiful wife, Elisa, right? He's been saying that for years now. And and I will tell you that every time I hear it, and, and, you know, it's probably been 200 episodes Mm -hmm. where we change that, give or take. Every time I hear it, it brings a smile to my face. Why? Because my husband calls me beautiful minimum one time a week. He does a lot more than that. But I know that it's, it's going to be said every week. Why? It's putting value on me. Does it make me feel more romantic towards him? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Why? Because, guys, your wives don't want to be your mom. She doesn't. She wants to be your partner and she wants to be your lover, right? And so when it comes to the point where, where you can say, you know what? Maybe I need to take a step back, right? Just like we encouraged all the women last week to take a look in the mirror and think about how they were treating their husbands. This week, guys, we're flipping the tables, right? You know, we're, we're kind of equal opportunity here at One Extraordinary Marriage. If the shoe can fit on either foot, we're going to bring it up. Right. 
and we knew that last week we couldn't do both you know couldn't do the emasculated man and, and wife as mother in the same show because that a just lot. that's a lot and we wanted to give it equal billing because it's so important because when the two of you start to change how you treat one another I, I will tell you the whole world opens up for your marriage right because when I look at Tony as a man Right. When I look at him as the head of the household, when I look at him as the provider, when I look at him as the guy that protects me, when I look at him in this way, he grows in my eyes and, and I treat him differently. I treat him with the value that he deserves as my husband and vice versa. When he looks at me, he's not like, oh, that's my mom. You know, she does the laundry once a week and she makes sure there's, you know, like here are Lisa's main functions. You know, she does laundry and she does the grocery shopping. Um, you know, she shuttles the kids around, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, that does nothing. But when it's like, you know what? This is the woman that I love waking up to every morning. You know, honey, you look amazing. I love the way you look at me. Thank you for the way that you support me. All of these kinds of things that all of a sudden, guess what? I'm engaged with my husband because he's pouring into me. Mm-hmm. You know, each one of you listening, if this is the first One Extraordinary Marriage show that you've ever listened to, you need to go back and listen to last week's show. Right. Th- these two shows go together because each one of you has a role to play in the dynamic in your marriage. It's not just your husband stepping up his game. It's not. Ladies, you need to step up. Wives, you need to step up your game too. Because if the two of you get intentional on how you're treating each other, then all of a sudden you start looking at each other with the eyes that you had all those years ago when you were dating. Right? Because do you remember when you first started dating her guys? She didn't look anything like your mom. Right? This was the gal that you're like, I get to go out with her. How Mm -hmm. on earth did I get so lucky? And I better look good and I better smell good. Right? And I better have something to talk to her about. And I better make sure she doesn't have to do anything too hard. Like you did all of those things. Yeah, you loved on her. You loved on her. Just because you put the ring on the finger, had the big party, made a baby or two doesn't mean that she still doesn't need that same engagement from you. As your wife. Right. So that's where that distinction comes in. She's not your mom. She's not your mother. You know, that's that's the part. And it's hard. I, I get it. I was there. I was a young guy when I got married. I was 23. I still wet behind the ears. You know, your mom told me we shouldn't have gotten married until you were 30. Yeah. I know she did. I know she did. (laughs) And, and, you know, because of that, there was some growing up to do. Mm -hmm. And even as I grew up, I still didn't understand it until Lisa and I began to, you know, really confront this area of our lives, being treated, you know, her being treated like my mother, just as, you know, somebody who's just going to go around and and take care of me. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a big... That was, that was an eye-opener. And, and one thing Elisa said earlier in the show, is, you know, she talked about love and respect. And there's a fantastic book out there called Love and Respect and, and have read it and, and love it. And yet I think the biggest thing that got missed in that book is that each of us in this partnership that we call marriage, 
wants to be loved and respected. Mm -hmm. It's not one like, hey, I'm just a man, so I want to be respected. No, I, I do. I want respect. And I also want to be loved. And Elisa, vice versa, she wants to be loved. She also wants to be respected. Yeah. You know, such a good point. As my wife. And so I think sometimes we, and I'm going to say we as men, will sometimes just love on our wives, but we won't give her any respect mm. as our wife. You know what I mean? And so by doing that, she just feels like, hey, you know what? I'm just passing things around, making sure everything gets taken care of. So that's that's something that we, we also have to look at. It, it, I'm not saying it's 50-50, and I don't know what it might be in, in your house, but just to think about that, I want both. I want to be loved and respected. I don't want to just be respected. I want Lisa to love on me too. Maybe for me, it might even be 50-50, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I think that's an important conversation too, to ask your wife, you know, how does she feel respected? Right? I mean, that, that's a powerful question, guys, for you to step out and ask her, right? You know, and just like last week, you know, have the question, ask your wife, do you feel like I take you for granted. And whatever she says, guys, this is not the time to get defensive. Just like ladies, when, you know, if you're doing the exercise from last week, we don't want you to get defensive, whatever your husband says, Mm -hmm. because you've asked for this information. This is feedback and and feedback is not there to, to cut you down or to make, you know, diminish who you are. It's there to say, okay, this is where we're starting from. Mm -hmm. We can go up from here. Right. Right. So guys, if you get this feedback, yeah, you know, sometimes I do take you for granted. Ask her how. Right. Don't assume, well, it's because I leave my dishes out. She may not care that you leave your dishes out. She may care that you don't ever tell her if you're going to be late coming home from work. Like my son, you know, again, the mother son relationship. Sometimes he doesn't tell me if he's staying out a little bit later with friends. Right. And I have to be the one to constantly be searching for that information. What time are you coming home? What are you doing? Whereas if he just would text me, like Tony does. I mean, Tony will text me, hey, I'm running late or, you know, he'll call, hey, I got one more, you know, client that I've got to go talk to. Uh, I'll be home around this time, right? It's that respect piece, right? Find out from your wife how she wants to be respected. Find out how she wants to be loved. Uh Ask her the question. Guys, I I talked to a husband today and he's like, well, I don't know what that would look like for my wife. And I said, okay, there's such a simple way to find out. Why don't you ask her? Right. Right. And ladies, listen to me. If your husband asks you this question or these questions, don't say, I don't know. Don't say, well, we've been together this long. You should know the answer to that. Don't. Don't shut him down when he's trying to, to reach out to you. Uh-huh. Give him an answer. If he asks you, he's looking for a response. I don't know does not count as a response. Right. Another one is, it's time to ask if, if she feels like your lover or just a roommate. Mm. You know, that is such a big question. And man, for us, we've been at the place of roommate. Hey, just here going through the motions. We, we pay, you know, we pay the mortgage, the rent, we share in the bills with, with food and, and other things. And I'll tell you that that's a hard place to be. Mm-hmm. It, it really is because knowing that I have a commitment, a covenant with Elisa you can't just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't just walk out and go find a new roommate or kick her out, 
right? I mean, it, it was actually, it was tougher. Having roommates in college was sort of easy because you knew when the lease ended, you could roll. You could find something three months before, lock it down. And so as soon as that lease was over, you could, you could get out or you could sublet it and, and, and mosey on. But if you're at a place where you guys are asking this question and you're at a roommate place, it's time to, it's time to step out mm-hmm. because living there is just, man, it's draining. It really is. I mean, it, it's worth doing the work, you know, the time and the effort to get together, to learn nuances of each other that maybe you've never even seen or thought or talked about. Mm-hmm. So you can regain that lover place again, you know, where you can go, man, you see her with, and him with new eyes yeah. that just are like, oh my gosh, she is absolutely gorgeous. And I'm so dang excited to be around her mm-hmm. inside and out, right? Gorgeous isn't just a, a physical outward, you know. Um, it's not just looks. Right. It's just not the looks. It's it's the the inside too, where you're just like, oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah. How'd I get so lucky? Right. And so, you know, this week as you're, as you're starting to go, okay, what do I take out of the show? You take out of the show, your action item is to have this conversation. You know, husbands initiate the conversation with your wife, asking her these questions, you know, have I taken you for granted? What would it look like for me to both love and respect you Mm -hmm. as my wife, as my lover? Mm -hmm. You know, have I been treating you like a mom instead of as my lover? You know, like, like ask that question. And it may hurt to hear what she has to say. It may hurt for you to even just think about it on your own terms, guys. It may be like, holy cow, I need to, I need to, you know, snap out of this place where I'm at right now because I have just been treating her that way. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, for you, it's like, man, th- that's just not acceptable. Right. You know, it's, it's, I don't want her to be my mom. I already have a mom. Right. Right. You know, and, and- I want you to go back to that quote that we opened up the show with because this is so important. You know, treat her like you're still trying to win her and you'll never lose her. I will tell you that when you stop treating her that way, you're on the clock, right? You're on the clock because she can only handle being your mom and being treated like you're not trying to win her for so long and she's going to get tired. She's going to get tired of just always having to clean up after you. She's going to get tired of, you know, then having to ask you repeatedly. She's going to get tired of feeling like your roommate. And and the reason I know this is because I have coaching sessions every week, initial coaching sessions every week with husbands who say, she just, she told me she's tired. She's told me she's done. She told me, you know, she doesn't feel like I value her. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's not get your marriage to that point. Let's not wait for that conversation to happen, right? Let's start taking the initiative now to have these conversations. And if you're not even sure how to do this, I I will tell you those husbands that I'm working with are experiencing tremendous breakthrough because they're not even doing the coaching with their wife, right? They're just saying, you know what? I need to step up my game, Mm -hmm. right? Like this is, there's stuff that I've got to work on. And maybe your wife isn't ready for coaching right now, but you're saying, you know what? I wonder if I could experience transformation so that I could transform my marriage. Right. And I will tell you, because I have men every week that say, you know what? I need to take that next step. I will tell you that, yes, you can. But don't wait. 
Because like I said, you're on the clock. You need to start treating her right now like you did back then. You need to take proactive steps. You need to make sure she knows that she's your lover. You need to do those things that speak to her heart. And I'm not just talking about, you know, like I've got one couple, I threw out the idea of flowers and the wife just looked at me on one of the coaching calls. I'm like, you don't do flowers, do you? She goes, "Mm, no. And I said, fine, tell me what it is. And she's like, you know, if he would just leave me a note once in a while, that would be great. And I looked at her husband. I'm like, do you understand what she needs? There you go. Don't take her a flower. She's not interested, but leave her a love note and it will make all the difference. And for you, that may be, you know, vice versa. You know, you, you may have left some love notes and, and your spouse is like, eh. And yet she's like, I just want a flower. Like a single red rose. A, a sunflower. What, whatever that may be. Until you ask, until you find out again. And, and, and we change. Things change. You've been married 20 years. Join the club. Elise and I have changed in 20 years. We're, we're still figuring each other out at times. So, you know, go ask those questions. Go figure out, you know, what it is that you can do this week that shows your spouse, mm-hmm. even learning from your spouse, you know, how you can love on her and how you can respect her as your wife, not not your mother. Mm-hmm. And if this is an area and, and you're like, you know what, maybe I do need that coaching, make sure you go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching to learn more about it so that you're not, you're not playing catch up, but you're getting in the game mm-hmm. and you're making a difference right now when you can to have that transformation that you desire. All right, you guys, these last two weeks, I think are pretty powerful. Honestly, I'd love to hear what you guys are thinking of them. You know, your insights, your feedback, go to info at one hit us up, let us know. Hey, how, how has it impacted you? How is it for you to, you know, release your husband? So he's not a, an, a, an, uh, emasculated man. And for, for you guys, what's it like to be loving on your wife? Like your like your wife, not your mother. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'd love to hear from you. Info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We love you guys. Have yourselves a fantastic week and we will catch you next week. Love you guys.